Welcome to Career Buzz, the unique radio conversation that empowers lives, enriches careers, and energizes organizations. I'm Mark Franklin, practice leader of a team of professional career counselors at CareerCycles.com and co-founder of One Life Tools. I'm pleased to be your host on Career Buzz. From actors to writers and from grips to graphic designers, work in entertainment has a lot of variability which affects careers, lives, lifestyle, and even mental health. With all these ups and downs, how can entertainment professionals stay resilient in their careers? One answer is finding alternative income-generating activities in the face of work inconsistency. In partnership with the AFC, the lifeline for Canada's entertainment industry, Career Cycles is pleased to offer this special series of our Career Buzz podcast featuring success stories of entertainment community professionals who found alternative income-generating activities. In this episode of Career Buzz, in partnership with the AFC, we hear from Jenny Young. Jenny Young, an actor, writer, and producer, also leads a Toronto shoeshine company, Penny Loafers Shoeshine. She hires people from the film and TV industry to work as shoe shiners so they can earn extra money. Here's my interview with Jenny Young. Hey, Jenny Young, welcome to Career Buzz. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So what do you like about your career these days? Uh, well, these days, uh, one of my careers, I uh, the ability to work with the most special humans ever and the people I meet and being my own boss, which has been a, a real beautiful thing. And as, as a self-employed anybody, if you have a tiny bit of control in your life, <laughs> just a tiny bit, it feels pretty great, which has been what I've been able to do in the last last few years. So that's been great for me. Right on. Well, that control, maybe yeah. not what you have in the film and television world. So what, what are all the different hats you wear? What are all the things you do in your career? Okay. Uh, well, so I recently purchased a uh, chain of shoe shine stands in the downtown core of Toronto. So they all exist in the path, uh, and one is exists in the uh, Royal, Fairmont Royal York Hotel. But I'm also a an actor. I work in film and TV primarily now, but I've made built most of my career in my first twenty years as a theater actor. I'm a mom, and I'm also currently in the sort of production phase of a sitcom. Uh, writing and creating with uh, a partner. We did a web series together and our producers are now helping us turn it into a 20 minute sitcom. So many hats, but my main hat I'm wearing right now is the uh, owner, operator, president, CEO of Penny Loafers Shoe Shine Company in downtown Toronto. Right on. So that's four different hats. If I've got that right. <laughs> so, yes. you know, it, it, and it takes something special to, to, multitask like that but each one requires its own skills and it's interesting as we think about transferable skills and so many people in the film and television industry have so many skills that could go in so many different directions so mm -hmm. on the penny loafers shoe shine what are some of those skills that you use to be successful some of the skills that i've brought forward from my acting life yeah. oh my gosh i can't even tell you i'm so surprised by how many skills i have <laughs> that i didn't know i had especially since I became the owner of the business, I've had to walk into a lot of meetings because I've uh, got two new locations, one that's just opened in September and another one that's opening this fall. And you're making cold calls and you're walking into an office of business people who are not who we're used to dealing with as actors. And I was really nervous about 
talking confidently about this business and how do I sell it and how do I sell them on the idea of me coming in here with this new location and I realized that we are kind of fearless human beings actors we have to walk into new situations literally every time we get a contract and we have new people telling us what they want new you know suggestions coming from this side wardrobe people talking to us directors talking to us other actors and we're constantly able to balance that ball and and know what this person needs for me and that and now I'm in front of the camera and this is what I need to give as the actor but I mean so much of it is not about the acting it's all before you get up there and get to do your actual job that you're there so when I started taking these meetings with all levels of the business people that I've dealt with in the financial district I realized I was actually quite good at sitting down and chatting easily calmly over a, a boardroom table uh, about what I needed and what I wanted and was able to roll with what they needed and wanted from me in a way that I really didn't know I was going to have. And I truly believe that skill is from uh, transferable from acting. And the other one, if I can quickly add is I had to go and to go into a board meeting with these very big landowner people that own all of the Royal York, everything King set. And they met with all of the shop owners and I was really nervous because I thought I'm not really a shop owner. I'm a actor. Like I'm an actor who's pretending to be a shop owner boss, but I don't really know what I'm doing. But I've sat around so many tables as an actor in theater discussing scripts and, and, and dramaturging them and breaking it down and talking to the, the directors and the, and the writers out with courtesy and listening and taking people's ideas in and bouncing them back in another way. And I felt like I ended up running that, that that big meeting at the Fairmont Royal York with all the shops because I was so comfortable in the situation and something I thought I was going to be completely out to see at. I actually felt very much in, uh, absolutely in my comfort zone. Group of people sitting around trying to figure out how to make this better. That's great. I mean, yeah. the, the word confidence comes to mind. Like you don't realize you have all that confidence to do those things, to sit down at that table with all the Fairmont folks and whatnot. Um, but that confidence transfers from your acting career to this business career. And can I ask about the entrepreneurial skills? Because, you know, not everybody can can do that. <laughs> Starting a business or buying a business and trying to grow it is not easy. And, and yet there's probably some skills from acting, at, you know, running your own kind of show in a way. And, uh, you know, you're a business of one in some ways. What, what did you transfer from acting to the entrepreneurial skill set? I think maybe the main thing would be just a work ethic. I think if you've been in the business long enough as an actor, you know, there's no one telling you to get that audition on tape. I mean, there is, your agent is, but, you know, it's really you who works. It's how hard you work at that audition or that small part you booked the first time you went out or whatever. It's, or or the large part that you that you're on it's only the work that you can do put into it that's going to make you get your next job or your next audition or your next so so the work excuse me the work ethic that is required to be a working actor so somebody who just keeps going and whether it's big or small just you know and which is most of us the majority of us are just working actors just going out and doing our thing you have to be so self-motivated which is darn hard and then when you go 
to a job or a, a, a one, as an entrepreneur or as somebody wanting to build this business and I went out and I did the work and I stepped in that office and I made that meeting happen, <laughs> things actually happen in a more uh, logical way than acting. Because you can put all the work in with acting and then just not book because you don't have the right hair color, which is not logical in the real working world. But <clears throat> you go out and you put out the work and you make the meeting and you show up and you have a great attitude and you have lots of things to offer and they go, great, that's awesome. Let's do this together. <laughs> it's amazing. So it's this incredible, um, uh, it's very different because you don't have the same linear track in acting when you put in all that work. And then you go into the business world and you put in that same kind of work and it it's a little bit more linear and, and instant reward, which is kind nice. of fun. Right on. So that self-motivation and work ethic and keeps you going, unlike lots of people who just have a job and the employer says, show up for these 40 hours and you show up. This is a really different career acting. And it really seems to translate into the business world for you. It has for me. It really has. Yeah. And, and the creative thinking. I've a lot of times I've gone, God, how am I going to solve this? I was building, I did build the business in the sense that it had, it was dead because of COVID. So I've been rebuilding it since COVID. And and uh, it, a lot of creative thinking that I just, I don't, I don't know. I thought, well, I've never run a business before, but I have to figure out how to make this work for all my people that are going to work for me and maybe make money today and maybe not. And how do I make them happy? And just that always thinking creatively. Gotcha. Too. So, you know, we're speaking right now, you know, in the uh, hopefully the tail end of these uh, U.S. strikes, the actor and, and writer strike that's already resolved. But um, you know, people are thinking about finding additional sources of income. And so can you say, what was your journey? What led you to want to develop this alternative source of income? Now it's buying a business and, and doing that. What was that trigger? What was that? What happened? Um, well, it's kind of, it's, it, I started it as, as my little side hustle 20 years ago, working with this woman, because I thought what a strange, antique weird job, shining shoes shining shoes i was drawn to it because of its oddness i suppose or its uniqueness and um but then i had stopped shining when my acting career took off uh more and started having kids and and but i continued to help the woman run the business from behind the scenes on and off whenever i had some time i'd help her so then um cut to covid and things were crazy and the woman came to me and said you know what i'm going to i'm going to destroy the chairs i'm done i don't it was a bit of a i can't i can't rebuild the business i made it 30 years ago and so my husband and i were talking and i've always as an actor you always need a fallback or i feel like we always do cuz you can work nonstop for nine months and think this is it or two years or three years and go okay i've finally got to the point where i work steady and then something shifts or the world changes like COVID or strikes or, or, or. And funnily, when I first started, it was right after SARS. And it was the same thing. People were shutting down. They didn't want to come and work in Toronto. And there was all these actors that were like, are we going to, is there, are they going to do film up here? <clears throat> so I've been riding that up and down for however many years that I, my husband and I went, if we just, if I buy this, it's my project, but you know, together I said, if I buy this, then I have that thing that's steady and I don't have to say, here's the other thing. I don't have to say yes to projects that I really don't like. Mm 
which doesn't always happen, but there was sometimes I was like, I don't want to audition for this thing. I don't like it, but I would do it anyway because the money and, and now this affords me the opportunity to some say no sometimes. Yeah. That's pretty well, rare. That's a form, of, no. form of control for your for your acting career. And it gives you it gives you that additional stream of income. Um some you know, some people I'm speaking to also are saying like there's a thing in in the film and television business, like it's not okay to not be all in. In other words, you know, there's a kind of, well, gee, there's you couldn't make it, so you needed this side hustler, you needed to do this other thing. And and maybe that's age-related, and maybe that's not so much a thing for for people younger entering the business. But did you feel that? And and can you just react to that? Like how much of a I shouldn't do this because I should be able to make ends meet just in my in my film and television business. Definitely. I was, it was funny. It was the first time I started to really put it out there on my social media that I had taken over that I, I was really had to battle my ego of going, well, if you tell people that you bought a business, they're going to think you're out and that you couldn't make it, (laughs) you know, which is so crazy because 95% of the people I know who are actors and work a lot also have some other kind of side gig. And it's, you know, something that I think is really important for us slightly older actors to pass on to younger people is that it's okay. And nobody judges you for that. And life is a lot easier if you do have a bit of a financial security. And it does make the process of being able to go and do your acting when you want to, and are able to more fun and not desperate. Right on. And it it feeds your your work and but the the key is finding that other little thing that you can do and I did find this little funny job a long time ago and I kind of loved it and one of the the things that's so awesome about this little business that Penny kind of grew together with folks like me who are actors is that it started employing almost all actors because of how flexible we can be so we've worked it out that no one's ever full-time they only work three shifts a week so that you're flexible enough to do auditions And there's enough of a flux of people coming and going that one person's off at Stratford for the summer, but another person just came back from a winter job and they need. And so there's always a flux of people coming and going. And it's so to find that job that you can do and enjoy and be with people that you love. That's the key, I think. That well, helps and, you. and that last piece, like you're so you're kind of providing that kind of alternative income opportunity for other actors on your website it says artists actors writers and more mm-hmm. how nice and, and how's that been during during this work pause or work stoppage because of the u.s strikes have, have you had an influx of other people wanting to be shoe shining for you i have i've had three in the last well just today i had one very working actor contact me and say <laughs> Um, is that position still open? Because I would, I had been bringing some more people on the team because of this other location that's opening up um, in the, hopefully the Porter Airlines. And uh, anyway, I, I, he was the third of, pe- third person that had come to me saying, is that position open? And these are all three extremely talented, extremely working actors that just went, I can't wait anymore. I just can't. And actors and dancers make fantastic shoe shiners. <laughs> and I've seen it now from the side of the owner of the business because they've got great personalities. They can chat with the customers. They go, they pick up the 
physicality of the job really well. So they're also really fantastic to have on. That's so great. You're yeah. listening to uh, Career Buzz. I'm speaking today to uh, Jenny Young. Uh, she owns PennyLoafersShoeShine.com and is also a working actor. I'm your host, Mark Franklin. Um, so, so how are you balancing all of this, Jenny? Not only the the shoe shine business and acting, but you have a family. You've got two kids, and you know you've got this other side project that you mentioned. In fact, I, I, four hats. How are you balancing those um, four careers? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> it's sometimes a very very delicate balancing act, but most of the time, um, I try to only work one or two days a week at the actual physical shoe shine stand. Um, so the rest of the work I can do from home in terms of running the business. And, uh, so that affords me the time to also be able to hop off my computer and go and throw an audition on tape. Um, and be at home when my parent, my kids come home from school and then um, the writing of my special guest, which is the show that my uh, partner and I are developing, is also mostly done at home. So it's I've just had to become really good at time management, which is not necessarily an actor's, you know, uh, go to. I would say we're not probably that's probably not where we lean into naturally, but or I don't anyway. But I've really had to become have to become good at time management. And then I also, I really honestly, I, I doubt any of them are listening, but maybe if they are, I actually owe a lot of it to the, my team that works for me. They are flexible and understanding, and you know, I don't really go in during the summer because my kids are home from school. I don't really head in very often and they pick up those times when I, I go, oh, I can't come in because my kid's sick or so it's also has a lot to do with the people around me and who I have been fortunate enough to some of them I inherited from the original business uh, and then brought on other lovely people. So I, I really have to say it has a lot to do with them too. Nice. How big is that team? Like with part-timers and how, how big is that roster? I have 11 now. Nice. So yeah, 11, 12, including me, Shiners. Yeah. Great story, Jenny. What, uh, what can you share with listeners? You've probably learned a lot, you know, mm -hmm. since especially buying the business and, and, you know, balancing these four careers, what are some lessons learned that you can share with listeners, especially those in the film and television industry who might need some encouragement? Mm -hmm. I think, um, one, I, I've touched on both of these a little bit, but, you know, we're all in the same boat. And I, I would love to impart on other people wondering if they feel like they're going to lose out because they've taken a job or, or you know, they don't want to tell anybody that they've, they're switching things up a little bit. That um, it doesn't actually matter. You know, you will still, if you still want to do the thing that's acting, getting a job and telling people that you're doing something different doesn't it doesn't matter we're we all still we all do it <laughs> you know there's no to take away the stigma of that and that also we have so many more transferable skills than we think and i have really learned that tenfold in these last two years of owning this business and um we because we often joke i know a lot of actors go well i'm i'm, I'm still doing it and i'm 40 years old how 
you know, what am I going to do now? Like, I, this is the only thing I know how to do. We actually know how to do a lot. So if there's some other interest you have, you actually have probably a ton of transferable skills from acting. And one being, you know, being able to step into a room with confidence and pretend like you know what you're doing and fake until you make it is a really good actor skill that we have. <laughs> That's so great. Thanks, uh, Jenny Young, for joining us here on Career Buzz. And if people want to find out more about um, Penny Loafer Shoeshine, how do they do that? www.pennyloafershoeshine.com. Penny Loafer's Shoeshine. Yeah, sorry. And it's Penny Loafer's Shoeshine Company, Inc. That's why I always get that mixed up. But PennyLoaferShoeshine.com. And we are in the path in the financial district in Toronto. Or come visit us at our shop at the Royal York Hotel. Thank you very much, Jenny, for sharing Thank your you. with us today. My pleasure, Mark. Thanks so much. You've been listening to a special Career Buzz series in partnership with the AFC, the lifeline for Canada's entertainment industry. I'm your host, Mark Franklin, and you can find out more about us and about career counselling for you or someone you care about at careercycles.com. In this special series, we feature entertainment community professionals who found alternative income-generating work. If you have any comments on this episode, please email me. It's mark at careercycles.com. Technical production was by Heidi Hung. Subscribe to Career Buzz on your favorite podcast app and find it at the podcast link on careercycles.com. Thank you for listening to Career Buzz.